Mental Organized Holistically. My name is Dana L'Oreal Morales and I am your holistic process strategist. I help entrepreneurs and professionals to develop, implement, and streamline processes in both your business and your personal lives so that you can have better work-life balance and integration. So today we're going to talk all about networking, what it is, how to do it the right way, and how to navigate this thing while you are a side hustler. So first, let's talk about, I I want to first set the stage for what networking is, because many of you, um, and just many people in general, assume that networking is this box, right, of where you're going to a physical location and you are meeting other people in a room, you've got wine, you've got, um, in some cases you have wine and it's more like a um, event type of situation. And in other cases you are going and you're sitting down and it's a little more serious, it's a little much more structured, right? And so that is the picture that most of us have when it comes to networking. But the truth is, is that networking can take on many different, um, many different styles, many different things. How do I put that? The truth is, is that networking takes on many different forms. And I want you to begin to reshape the way that you look at networking. Because in my opinion, networking is any opportunity that you have to connect with another person, another um, business owner, be that business owner, or just another individual in general, um, be that one-on-one or in a group atmosphere. Okay. So think about when you're standing in line waiting for your coffee at Starbucks, the people that are around you, the person in front of you, the person behind you, those are all great opportunities for you to network. Um, When you are at your child's soccer game or, you know, really any situation where you have the opportunity to have one-on-one conversations with individuals, that is your opportunity to network. Because the truth is, is that you never know who it is that you're meeting. You never know what their connection path is, right? So you may meet the, you know, the mom at um, your child's sporting event, and you all may be sitting there at the practice. Let's say you're at a practice, and you're just sitting there waiting to pick up your child, and you go, you all begin to talk and your your conversation is around your child in that event but then it evolves into what all you have to do and oh gosh this is getting a little crazy with all the scheduling and yada 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 and there is a window there where you can um, share what you do for a living and that individual may know someone else that needs what it is that you offer so I want you to begin to look at any opportunity that is presented to you in that light, okay? So that you don't waste these opportunities. So I want to talk a a little bit about my experience with networking, specifically um, going to a networking event. Let me just back up and let me just break this down. So as you guys know, I work a full-time job um, for a corporate law firm. And so my schedule is very um, crazy. So one day I may have back to back to back meetings and another day I may not have any meetings. Um, but I can kind of massage my schedule the way that I so choose. Um, so there wasn't a networking event offered in my city and it was near my office downtown. And so I said, you know, I'm going to, um, begin to attend this event. 
And this is one more of a structured event where you go to a eatery and you go into, they have a, they had a special room set up and you went in and you signed in and, and then you just decided where you were going to sit. And then everybody, once everybody got there, they would go round robin around the room and you'd have 30 to 60 seconds to speak about, you know, to introduce yourself and your business. That is the typical networking event, right? But I have seen so many things happen during these networking, this, ne this particular networking event that I attend on a regular basis. So I'm considered kind of a regular there, but I am seeing so many missed opportunities that I wanted to just take a moment and talk about them here so that I can help you not do some of the same things. So my process when I entered this meeting and I'm going to start from when I first started going to the way that I, I am now. So as a new person attending this event, I didn't know anybody at the event. Nobody knew who I was. I was coming in and I wanted to kind of fill out the environment because truth be told, not all networking events are for you. And so you need to make sure that you're not wasting time in the wrong place. So I started attending and when I came in, I, um, you know, make eye contact, kind of talked with some individuals that were in the room and I, you know, sit at the table and I am a listener by nature. So I wanted to first soak in the information that was around me and kind of, kind of figure out who the people were around me. So that's kind of, um, tip number one is when you are going to a networking event, I know the, um, you are led or, or kind of the thought process you have is this an opportunity for me to share my information and you want to take as many opportunities you can to do that. But sometimes that can be perceived the wrong way and can be very, uh, a big overkill moment, right? So my take on it is to come in with a, uh, with a mindset of listening first and then figure out how your business or your services can help to solve the problems of someone else. Instead of just pushing, 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 this is what I do, this is what I do, this is what I do. Instead, go at it from a mindset of let me listen and then see what I can do. See how my business, how my service can fit in to solve their problem. It's just a, a, a flip of your switch of your mindset, okay? So, Another, see, reminders, I tell you all over the place. So another thing that I do when I come into a meeting, specifically more so now than I did when I first started attending this event, is that I try not to gravitate towards people that I already know. And that is by nature what people do. You see someone that you recognize, see someone you know, you want to get to talk to them because you haven't seen them in a couple of weeks or whatever the case may be. And so you gravitate towards those people. But the problem with this is you are here at a networking event to network. So if you are constantly going to a networking event and only sitting around the people that you know and like, you are not using the opportunity for what it is to meet new people. Okay. So I have a rule when I go to the event that I tend to to come in and specifically because I'm now a regular, I sit in a kind of offset place so that I can leave the chairs around me for people that don't necessarily know me, the newbies, right? So that then I can reach out to them and hear some information about their business and their issues and the struggles that they're having and yada, yada. 
So I, I sit my stuff down and then I go and walk and talk to the people I haven't seen in a while so that, you know, I can kind of connect with them. But once the event kind of starts or once new people start coming in, I then gravitate back to where I laid my stuff down so that the newbies won't feel that they are, you know, like there's all these clicks of people that know each other. And I don't feel comfortable walking into that conversation because it's ongoing and that's kind of weird. So they just typically will kind of go off to the corner and kind of sit down and they look a little um, antsy, right? And just think back to when you first attended an event or if you've never attended an event, how you would feel walking into a place that you don't know anybody and then seeing big clicks of people already talking and, and being animated and all of that. So that is just specifically to those who have been to events before, look for um, an area where you can kind of create a new kind of conversation area around people who are new. Um, another thing that you may look to do, um, oh, well, let me back up. For those who are new to networking and you're a little uncomfortable, a little nervous, look for those individuals who are kind of sitting off to themselves because then you are both kind of in the same boat and, and you can kind of reach out and say, hey, my name is you know, yada, yada, and introduce yourself and start a conversation because obviously that person doesn't have some, you know, they don't know anybody there or they've kind of purposely set themselves off so that they can meet new people. Um, so that is another area um, that I suggest that you make a couple of mindset shifts. Another thing that I often see is that people come to networking events completely and totally unprepared. To me, that is a problem. It's a huge problem because you're there to network. So, and again, this goes back to your mindset of what your intention is for networking. If your intention for networking is just to meet new people, you're new to the city and you just want to meet new people, that's one type of, of networking. And that may not be a quote unquote networking event, but more of just a social hour. Okay. Because those are different. Whereas if you're coming with the intention of getting new business, then you're going to come at it a little differently. You need to give people the opportunity to give you their business. And in order to do that, you need to come with either whether you have business cards or not. I am pro business card, right? Um, but truth be told, everybody doesn't have business cards printed up, especially if you're brand new in business. So instead of spending the time trying to get business cards um, set up, go a different route. Say, um, you know, have your LinkedIn profile set up, have the little icon um, where you can have that scan and that will get the person to your profile. Have a process set up so that you know how to connect with people. So for those of you who don't have business cards, I would say make sure you have a LinkedIn profile set up, make sure you have a Facebook um, page or profile set up and have a a step-by-step -step process that you follow to help get connected with that person. Because what you don't want to do is leave it on the other person to connect with you. You want to create a connection so that you then can connect with them. Okay. So here's case in point. You're at a networking event, you run around the networking event and you just start passing out your cards. And that's it. That's, that's the end of that networking event for you. And you leave and you go and you're like, man, I didn't get any benefit from that meeting. Well, where you actually should be going with this is 
let me exchange business cards. That's one way, right? Because you're giving them one, they're giving you one, and then you can follow up with them because you have the card to follow up with. Another way, which I actually like because it's more actionable, is that you use the LinkedIn connectors. You all connect real time on LinkedIn. So you're already connected. So they're already kind of in your ecosystem. So anything that you're posting or sharing on LinkedIn, they're going to automatically get it because you're connected, right? Then you can take it a step further and reach out to them through LinkedIn and do more of the one-on-one -on -one conversation, set up an offline conversation where you all can really get to know each other or even meet in person. But that gets you in the ecosystem. Facebook is the same way. I prefer to connect with people using their Facebook profiles versus their Facebook pages. Why? Because I feel like I get to know the person and on more of an intimate level than I do connecting to their business page. That's not getting to know them. That's getting to know their business. And in some cases you say, well, that's, you know, you really, they want to get to know you for, on a business level. I'm like, yeah, but remember I'm holistic. So your business is you, you are your business. So I want to get to know you as an individual, not as a person trying to sell me something. So that's kind of a, just something to think about when you are beginning to exchange information or contact, um, you know, contact information, business cards, websites, all of that stuff. Um, go ahead and think about the, the end game. What are you doing this for? What is it that you're trying to get out of this exchange with this individual at this networking event? Okay. The other thing um, about coming unprepared is that a lot of times I will ask a question about, you know, an individual's business. What do you do? Um, who do you serve? Just some basic business questions and the individuals can't answer that. And that tells me a lot of things. Number one, it tells me that they should be a client <laughs> because there's just some basic business things that I know I can help them hone in on. But additionally, it tells me that they aren't fully understanding their own business. And so it, again, if your intention is to get new business clients, then you need to be able to explain to those potential clients what it is that you do. And if I ask you that question and you can't answer it, it turns me off. And I'm thinking they aren't really ready to take on any business or they aren't really ready for the next step of what they're expecting from me. So make sure that you have your elevator pitch, make sure that you have some basic information available so that when you are asked these questions, and these are general basic business questions, right? Or getting to know you questions. And so if you're him humming around, that sends the wrong message, okay? So if you feel like this may be you or that you're struggling in that arena, I definitely encourage you to check out um, our business management module in the Organized Academy because we go through it line by line by line and let you get that honed in so that when it comes time for you to go to a networking event, when it comes time for you to have one-on-one -on -one conversations, you are not um, wavering on that and that you can present a united understanding, a uh, united, you can present a an approach or a side of yourself that is a little more self-assured and is very clear with the intention of what your company has to offer. Okay. Um, another thing that I see often is the 
um, over enthusiastic individual that tends to take the breath out of the room. This individual tends to be an A personality. They tend to, some, sometimes I think it's more from nervousness that it's wanting to put the show on and wanting to be, have the spotlight on them. Um, but it is a humongous turnoff. So I definitely recommend that you tone down your A. <laughs> That sounds crazy. And I don't want you to be fake. So if that's naturally who you are, understood, but also be able to adapt to your environment. So if the environment is more of they're playing jazz, it's more relaxed, you walk in and there's just this aura in the room, don't come in talking like this. You know, like you've got to match your environment. You have to be able to um, understand where you are and what is appropriate in this environment. If I am in a very casual um relaxed environment that is what they get from me the relaxed me right if i'm in a very professional business environment it's still me but i understand the environment that i'm in and so that i become a chameleon in in essence of understanding this is a very formulated this is a very um controlled environment and so i have to adapt to that if it is a more bar type setting maybe it's more of a social event then yeah i can kind of turn it on i can be the life of the party i can you know do those things but don't go overboard okay again remember it's all about your client it's all about your potential client and your client you want to know what it is that they need you want to be a sponge in this instance and soak in all the information that you need from that individual to help make the sale all right okay so now let's talk about the after plan because again you're exchanging these business cards you're having these conversations at this this event but what is your plan after the fact many people that i've talked to don't have a plan it's oh yeah i know i was supposed to be following up with you but things got kind of carried away i kind of got you know things got away from me and i wasn't able to do that and i have been there done that i understand you leave that event you're all in it in that event but once you leave it and go back to to work or go back to your life or whatever it is that you're doing that takes over and then next thing you know two weeks later you realize you never reached out to these people you never did the thing um again another reason why i say actionable steps that you can do real time if i've already connected with you on linkedin there's you know yes should i follow up with you of course i should but but if that falls through the cracks, at least I know we're connected and you're still getting content, you're still getting information from me. So me taking two weeks to reach out to you is not as obvious as it is when all we did was exchange business cards. Because at that point, two weeks has passed by and I've forgotten who you are, to be completely honest, right? As the person that you reach out to. I'm like, I, I, who is this person? I don't remember. It's lost some of its oomph in, in the situation. So after plan, for me involves coming back i make sure that i have i during the event i always make sure that i notate on the business card that i receive um who this person is or what connect what connection i have with the person or what was of interest about the person if the person isn't of interest to me or i don't feel like i can serve them from a standpoint of um, them being a client, then I look at that person and I ask myself, could this be a potential podcast uh, 
you know, guest? Could this be someone that I could refer people to? I look at what is their value or purpose for my life. And honest, there's, there's times when it's just a nice person to know, but there's no true connection, then just identify them as such. Um, and so I have different paths that I take depending on what category of person or where they fall in that breakdown of purpose and, and need of that individual. Again, that is another lesson that's in Organized Academy. If you want to go deeper in devising your after plan and kind of thinking about how you can navigate that and set up systems around that, that is over in Organized Academy. So I'm checking my list to just make sure that I covered everything that I wanted to cover in relation to networking, um, because this is so important, guys. This is an area that it's a missed opportunity if you don't truly, truly, truly um, think about it on more than a surface level. Um, we talked about the me, me, me. Um, oh, false promises. When you are at networking events, a lot of times you are of the mindset of you want to be the most helpful, you want to provide the most information to your potential customer, right? So you see, oh, this is somebody I could definitely help try to resist the, the um, desire to offer, to promise certain things to the potential client in an effort to get them to become a customer, right? Because false promises or saying that you're going to do something and then not following up on it is the death, right? So a lot of times like I'll hear, I'm going to send you this, 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 and this um, tomorrow, right? I know I'm never going to make that. <laughs> I'm never going to make that promise because I never know what's going to happen when I leave that meeting. So what I typically will say, especially if I'm planning to send the person something, I'll say, okay, I'm going, I, I have something that I think that will be helpful for you. I'm going to put it on my list to send it to you. If I haven't sent it to you by X date, please reach out to me. Cause that just means I've got things have gotten a little hectic, but I have XYZ. What that does is it gives me a little breathing room of when to send it to them, but it also puts the onus on them if they really want this stuff for them to reach out to me. So it's kind of a double responsibility situation there. Um, so, um, or you could say, let's say it wasn't something that they necessarily asked for, but you really want to send it to them. Then you could say, okay, I'm going to send XYZ to you. And I hope to, you know, I'm a little crazy today, but hopefully I can get it to you before the end of the week. What that does is gives you a week buffer to get this information to them. But again, you are promising something that you're going to deliver. So don't let a promise like that fall through the cracks because that's going to speak volumes about your deliver deliverability and can they trust or, uh, you know, trust that you're going to follow through on what you're going to say. So whenever you're promising something, make sure that you take a note, you write it down, you put it in your calendar, you do something to ensure that you're going to follow up follow through on whatever it says that you are going to be doing. So I hope you found these, um, tips and, and information helpful um, as it pertains to your networking. Again, I definitely encourage you to jump over into Organized Academy. It is a $25 monthly membership um, membership program that you can take advantage of. And 
pretty much anything and everything I teach, you have access to it in the academy. I guarantee you it will be well worth your $25 a month. So um, if you have any questions about networking or anything else that you would like for me to cover, I definitely encourage you to reach out. I want you to definitely stay organized and I want you to do something today that will help to fill your happiness bucket. I hope you guys have a great one. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.